This podcast is sponsored by the FG Barnes Group with showrooms in Canterbury and Maidstone, offering a range of new and approved used cars, including MG, Seat and Vauxhall. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, hope you're OK and enjoying the start of the Platinum Jubilee long weekend. We will have more on the celebrations taking place in Kent in just a bit. But first, on Thursday, June the 2nd, the Queen's birthday honours have been announced and 20 people from Kent have been recognised. Among them is Chatham and Aylesford MP Tracy Crouch, who's been given a CBE for the work she did on the fan-led review into football governance. While Tracy's out volunteering at a vaccination centre today, but I managed to speak to her about the moment she found out. It's been really hard keeping it secret for so long but you're sworn to secrecy and um, I didn't tell uh, anybody but the other half um, until um, yesterday. What did you feel when you, when you opened that letter? Um, what was it like to receive that? Was it completely unexpected? It was unexpected. Uh, it was, you know, there's an element of disbelief about it because it comes in an envelope a very official looking envelope with you know her majesty's service on it and uh, um so i opened it and i had to read it a couple of times to fully absorb its contents but it it doesn't really tell you why um it just says that you've been recommended uh, for an honor and then uh, it wasn't until you sort of kind of start to fill in the forms that you realize for what exactly that you've been honored for and on this occasion it was for the work that i did on the football review uh, so it was nice to be recognized for the extreme amount of you know hard work that uh, uh, I put in to try and do something positive for a sport that I love. Absolutely and we we know about your your passion for, for the sport. Tell us a bit about that review and just remind us why you led that in the first place. Well the fan-led review was set up after the um, top six clubs in English football tried to break away into the European Super League but it had been a manifesto commitment before then because of the, the struggling financial situation of many clubs throughout the English pyramid. The football review was established and I was asked to chair it and we took hundreds of hours of evidence from fans and clubs and organisations involved in football from around the country and I think we did so um, really well and, and we listened to everybody's views on issues and I spoke to many people in the game and outside of the game to hear what they had to say and we put together a very thorough um report at the end of it with some significant recommendations that will hopefully provide long-term financial sustainability for football. And how much do you think the honour proves how important that review was? I mean, to be recognised like this, and I'm sure you'd like to thank all those who contributed to it as well. Without the the contribution of fans, you know, we wouldn't have had the football review and um, supporters' trusts throughout the pyramid, um, right down to clubs here in Kent, such as Gillingham and Maidstone and Dover, uh, amongst many others, you know, gave evidence about what it is that they thought was wrong in the game and what should be done in order to make it right. Um, And I think that that was really important for us to be able to listen to that. I think football is actually more than a sport. It is a business as well, but it's a business that has really important consequences in its local community. And to get the honour this particular year when the Queen is celebrating the Platinum Jubilee, what does that mean to you? It's really thrilling. I mean, I I am deeply honoured anyway, um, and I don't think it really matters when it's bestowed upon you. Um, but, you know, the fact that it is the Platinum um, Jubilee Honours, um, I think is is exciting. Um, 
And, you know, I just think it's nice to be recognised. And I hope that there are many other people out there that are also being recognised for the incredible work that they are doing in their local communities as well. You say you've had to keep it a secret. What do you think the reaction is going to be from your friends and family? Um, I think they'll be thrilled. Um, I think that, uh, you know, they know that uh, I put a lot of hard work uh, into the football review. It wasn't long after my treatment finished, so it was quite tiring at times as well. Um, So I think they'll be really pleased for me. I've told my son that the Queen has put me on her rainbow, um, which is what happens in his class when their children do good work. So, um, you know, hopefully he'll give me a rainbow sticker in recognition of all my hard work. Meantime, the man who heads up an organisation putting on dozens of community events in Kent is getting an MBE. Govinda Sander runs Cohesion Plus, which aims to celebrate all faiths and backgrounds. He says it was a massive shock and he's incredibly proud. It is very surreal in the sense that when I saw the letter, there was a bunch of bills that come, looked at this, this opened it, assuming it was another bill, because it arrived at the office rather than the house. Uh, opened it up, and it says it's from the cabinet office, um, so which obviously piqued my interest straight away. Um, yeah, and then it, it, you know, it just says that you know, you're being written to in strictest confidence, and we would like to, you'd be nominated for an MBE, and would you like to accept? And then there's a bump of information where you need to obviously check. So it was very kind of surreal and um, yeah, and humbling at the same time. You've had to keep it quiet a very long time, haven't you? I have, I'll be honest, no one, no one in my, other than my wife, no one in my family knows at all. And I thought I'd keep it that way just as a surprise for everybody. What on earth do you think they're going to think when you're finally allowed to tell them? And that's going to be a really special moment, isn't it? I, I'm, I'm sure it will be. And I'm particularly pleased at the fact that my, you know, appearance, uh, you know, we'll be able to kind of see, enjoy this moment. I mean, I think people sometimes forget, so, you know, I'm a son of immigrants. My parents arrived here in the early 60s. So they've obviously went through many hardships as did I growing up. So, you know, this is a, not just a reward for myself, my family, but also I think all the community groups we've been working with over many, many years. And is it extra special receiving the nomination this year, considering it's such a special year for the Queen? It certainly is. I mean, the fact that, you know, it coincides with the Platinum Jubilee, for me, made it really extra special and, um, you know, really, really proud. Honestly, I can't express how, how humbled I was to, uh, you know, receive this uh, award. I'm really, really proud. And you were involved in organising a huge street party in Gravesend just just a few days ago. So that's lovely as well, isn't it? Certainly. So last week we organised a street party over 500 children and community partners attended in Gravesend. And this weekend we're particularly busy again. So, you know, this this Jubilee, Platinum Jubilee weekend, uh, Thursday we're involved in performances in in uh, Swell. Friday we're doing performances in Tunbridge Wells. And Saturday, we're up up in Oldham. So it's like a Platinum Jubilee UK tour. A lot of people obviously like to uh, thank everyone who's supported them when they get a nomination like this. I mean, who who would you like to, to credit for, for helping you achieve what you've managed to achieve? I mean, first and foremost, I would like to obviously thank my family because they know the hours and the long hours it takes to do this type of work. But beyond that, obviously, all our community partners from across Kent our local authority partners, the work we've done with the police, the NHS. You know, it said, although obviously I've got the award, I see it as an, an award for everyone who's worked and supported us on this journey. So, you know, it should be a proud moment, not just for me, but I think all our community groups and partners who 
work with us. You can read the full list of recipients from the county by heading to the story at Kent Online. Also, congratulations today to Chatham Town Football Club, Sheppey Matters and Sheppey Sea Cadets who've been given the Queen's Award for Voluntary Service. Kent Online News. There are calls for patients to be fined if they don't turn up for doctor's appointments after one surgery in Kent reported 150 people failed to show up in just 10 days. Newton Place Surgery in Faversham says it's depriving other patients of essential medical services. NHS stats show 33,000 GP appointments were missed in Kent in just one month. Well, we've got a poll on Twitter today asking if you think patients should be fined. At the time of recording today's podcast, almost three quarters of you said yes, they should. You can still have a say by voting. You can also leave a comment on the question on our Facebook. A suspected drug dealer is among more than 25 people stopped by officers as part of an operation to keep Thanet safe during the summer. A task force carried out patrols in Broadstairs of Ramsgate as well as Margate Railway Station. A 27-year-old man from Ashford was arrested on drugs charges. He was released on bail. Rubble has been left across a road in Whitstable after a car crashed into a wall. It happened on C Street late last night, ripping the bumper from the front of the vehicle. It's not known yet if anyone was injured. Now, it's two years since a large part of the cliff on Sheppey collapsed, destroying one house and leaving several others dangerously close to the edge. Those living in East Church say they're still fighting to save their properties and not enough has been done to help them. They've been contacting the council, Environment Agency and Natural England, but haven't made any progress. Peter MacDonald is from the Sheppey Coastal Protection Group. We cannot afford this mega erosion uh, which is taking place now. And one way to slow it is for vegetation to take over and uh, bushes and trees to suck up the surface water. So that's really the solution. The island is being trashed, quite honestly, and an awful lot of uh, construction which... Is not for local people. It's just to line people's pockets, and uh, you know I think it's not good enough. It is solvable and not at vast expense. You know it will cost money. There's no doubt about that. But uh, uh, that's what they they get they're given the budget for. You know Rome wasn't built in a day. But we can do things slowly. You know I'm only interested in getting things for the people of Sheppey, and at the moment the erosion is um, far too great. You know it can be slowed. And uh, so it needs to be slowed, quite frankly. There's no scientific reason why it shouldn't. Well, the Environment Agency declined to respond to our request for a comment. We've also contacted the Council and Natural England. This podcast is sponsored by the FG Barnes Group with car dealerships in Canterbury and Maidstone. Now, it's a massive weekend of celebrations in Kent for the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. Street parties, concerts and festivals are all taking place. In Medway, there's a big screen in the grounds of Rochester Castle all weekend, so you can take a picnic and watch the events that are going on in London. There'll also be a river pageant on Saturday, where Jamie has been speaking to Councillor Howard Doe to find out more about what's going on. Well, there's an awful lot going on, of course. We've got on the second June we've got the uh, beacon lighting which um, we've done on five separate five separate places and uh, that that be quite should attract quite a crowd and then we've got the um, the picnic the platinum picnic which is in Rochester Castle where we had a look uh, we have the big screen so people can look at what's going on in, in the capital and so on and then um, we've got the usual celebration of Dickens because um, it actually falls on the June Dickens um, weekend. And uh, 
finally, of course, on Saturday, the 4th of June, we've got the River Pageant, which is a very exciting uh, occasion. It's going to involve 100 boats, um, led, led by um, the Edith May, which is a lovely old sailing barge. You know, there used to be quite a lot of them along the Medway, but they are beautiful things to see in action. And uh, if anyone can go up there and have a look at them, they, it'll be a real wonderful procession. And I think, uh, you know, at the, the climax, in what we're calling a grand cacophony, for a better word. But actually what it means is that uh, all the boats will be sounding their hooters and all the rest of it. There'll be a 21-gun um, a, a royal salute from Fort Amherst, uh, which will start, start the thing off. The church bells will be ringing, the people will be cheering. Uh, we'll have the whistles of the steam locomotives at the, uh, at the dockyard. So, you know, all, all together, it will be a real um, sort of spectacle of sound. And I think that should be quite, quite exciting as well. Jubilee events are also taking place in Maidstone. Lock Meadow is hosting family fun during the day before DJs in the evening. There's a Darling Buds of May-themed event at Kent Life and you can find out about the famous queens who lived at Leeds Castle. A series of one-day festivals are also getting underway in Maidstone's Moat Park. It's kicking off with Cafe Mambo Ibiza Classics. It'll be followed by the Together Festival tomorrow and Summer Love on Saturday. A food festival is returning to Chatham Maritime for the first time since before the pandemic. There'll be local produce along with dishes from around the world, plus music every day until Sunday. There'll also be events on the water, including dragon boat racing. But as celebrations continue, there is some debate about the role of the monarchy and whether Her Majesty should step down. Ish has been chatting to people in Gillingham. Well, I think she's a she's special lady. Uh, she has carried herself with grace. I won't be celebrating Queen's Jubilee. I'm not a big fan. I'm a Republican. I believe it's an outdated institution. They're not elected and they cost the country a lot of money. They have a lot of power. What do you think of the Queen? Obviously it's such a significant moment, 70 years. Do you think she's still a huge important symbol of this country? I think think that she's had a gifted life and She's been paid handsomely for the work that she's done for the country and I feel that maybe it's time for her to step down now and to have someone younger or to do away with the royal family altogether. Someone do a good job like she does but he's got to give it a go and it's his turn now I think. To be honest with you. you think it's time for to call time, time now? Her to call time. Yeah, have a rest. You know, sort of like put her feet up, you know, have a glass of wine. You can let us know what you think, if you like, by commenting via our socials. A special Platinum Jubilee train is going to be running on the Romney Hythe and Dimchurch railway line this weekend. It'll travel non-stop between Hythe and Dungeness. There will also be Jubilee-themed events taking place at the Crafty Conservatory in New Romney. And tonight, dozens of beacons will be lit across Kent. They'll burn from 9.45 this evening after the first day of national celebrations and you can find out where they're being lit near you by heading to the story and clicking on the interactive map at Kent Online. Whilst you're on the site you can also see pictures of the county decked out in red, white and blue for Her Majesty. Kent Online Sports. 
Football and Gillingham have made their first signing of the summer. 24-year-old Will Wright has joined Priestfield after rejecting an offer from his previous club, Dagenham. He can play on the right side of defence or in midfield. On to cricket now and Kent remain winless in the T20 blast. The defending champions lost by six wickets to Gloucestershire in Bristol last night, their fourth defeat in a row. The Spitfires are back in action tomorrow when they welcome Surrey to Canterbury. Meantime, Kent Zach Crawley will open the batting for England in their first test against New Zealand at Lords, which starts today. The side are looking to rebuild after winning just one and losing 11 of their last 17 games. Former Kent captain Rob Key is England's new managing director and has appointed Ben Stokes as captain. Well, that's all from us for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can also get access to the ad-free Kent Online premium site. To do it, you need to subscribe. Just head to kentonline.co.uk forward slash subscribe. Subscribe. I do hope you have a wonderful rest of the Jubilee weekend. We'll be back with the podcast on Monday. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by the FG Barnes Group with showrooms in Canterbury and Maidstone, offering a range of new and approved used cars, including MG, Seat, and Vauxhall.